Welcome to Refresh, a show about things we plug in, program, and play with. I'm Alex Cox. I'm the senior producer at Cards Against Humanity. And I'm James T. Green, an independent designer and developer. We're going to talk about mail today. I am so excited to talk about email. <laughs> I like how email. I just called it mail and not email. <laughs> um, so you you just came in and sat down and said, uh, I, I just switched to airmail and i you have shared with me a lot of opinions about email that i disagree with so tell me oh about boy. your experience with airmail so okay. far all right so like this is this is how much i prepare for this show i switched over the airmail on the way over here thinking this will be great for a conversation about refresh and lo and behold <laughs> we're talking about email today so i had been for iOS, a long time mail.app user, and then before that, um, Outlook. So I've been swapping back and forth, um, and then also throw mailbox in there. But you know, we're not gonna, you know, kick them while they're down. Um, but I <laughs> am a big fan of Airmail um, for uh, Mac OS, um, mainly because the UI is solid, and it's just I I like having a lot of settings in my apps <laughs> to be completely honest i love to customize the shit out of whatever i use which is why i don't understand why i like apple <laughs> um but ios it, it definitely needs some work i've been using it on the way over here i was switching over from outlook and it was like okay this has promise and i kind of feel the way about airmail as i did when i first used fantastical for ios had a lot of promise was a little buggy but i can see where they're going with it what are you using uh, so I still can't wrap my head around why you would use Mailbox or is it Mail.app for the iOS? Uh, I use Mail Mail.app everywhere. Oh my god! I, <laughs> but not anymore who, though. Okay, not anymore though. Like for for someone who who needs those fiddly controls, <laughs> I, 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 it, it's baffling to me. Um, so so AirMail started out as a Mac app, and now it's on iOS, not on uh, an iPad oh, yet. Not an iPad. Which is um, <laughs> Outlook is everywhere, but nobody uses Outlook on a Mac. <laughs> right, Outlook for <laughs> Mac is just like complete trash garbage. Yeah, um, Sparrow. Um, is only for iOS, does not has, have an iPad app yet. I really, I, I used Sparrow for a while. I was on the beta. Um, I loved that you could like something as a, rep just as Wait, a reply. Really? Yeah, you could like or do, um, I, th they added a few more, uh, things, but I really, really just enjoyed doing that. Um, <laughs> mostly. Would you actually <laughs> send like a like icon to somebody? It would send an email as a reply that just said, Alex Cox liked your email. Oh, my God. And no, I, I genuinely. No shit. Was, how, did, how did that act as like a, like, a, <laughs> like a user interaction? Was that like something that people took positively? Uh, they were going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So this uh, actually reminds me of like, um, I guess this is kind of in the same realm. Um, I use Calendly. Are you familiar with Calendly? No. So I actually talked about Calendly um, in depth on Open Ended, which just came out today, by the way. Um, and I talked about how Calendly, it's a service, by the way, that allows you to set up um, calendar events and appointments with people without doing the whole rigmarole of I'm free this day, this day, this day. What times are you? You just send them a link. It's linked up to your Google Calendar. It knows your open days. 
and for but people, you don't use Google Calendar. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Oh, okay, for, for that I oh use I use a copy. I use F L U U X. I think it's Flux. Um, <laughs> uh, pronounced the triple <laughs> use, and I use that to make a copy of all my iCloud calendars to Google Calendar, so I can use Calendly. Um, but anyway, like it knows your free time and i just send them that link and they're like okay james is available from three to four on thursday and then it automatically adds it to both people's calendars for super tech-minded people like you and i would think oh this is great i'm using this but people who are just like brr technology they're like why don't you set a date for me like a human being and i feel like that's how people would be with that like function you know what I mean? My favorite emoticon, uh, not emoticon, <laughs> emoji is just a thumbs up because I think it, it it's kind of like a universal just, yep, got it, good, great. good. And Aren't there multiple types of thumbs up emojis? Um, I'm not sure. I know sure. they're through different colors. Isn't there they're one like wearing colors. a glove? No? I, no. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> thought there was like That's a, a glove. a game changer. <laughs> um, no. Oh, boy. But I, I, and I think the thumbs up emoji is much more, ex- <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it, it's more it's, acceptable. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do really like Sparrow. Um, however, I ha- went back to Outlook just because it is, uh, it works on my iPad Pro, basically. And I'm, I'm happy with it. I do like the calendar integration. Um, I really hate email and everything about it. So, what are you using on your Mac though? What are you using on that? The Gmail browser tab. You animal! (laughs) What? Okay. You animal using things in the browser? How dare you? Um, Yeah, I'm a monster. Ugh. So, are you using AirMail on your Mac as well? Then, right. So, yeah, AirMail for Mac was like kind of like the carrot that dangled me into the iOS environment. Um, I've been using Mail that app for a while, and I was just getting tired of um. Not being able to fiddle with anything. I mean, I don't really have an email problem. I'm looking at my inbox right now. It's a zero. It's always been zero. Oh, Jesus. And it's because, like, a combination of things. I only check my mail roughly once a day. I use SaneBox to wrangle up my inboxes. And I'm prompted as a motherfucker. Huh? What is SaneBox? Oh, you're not familiar with SaneBox. Okay, so SaneBox actually attaches on the back end of any um, email uh, client. That you have. So whether you host your own or you have a Gmail backend, what this does is it filters through every email, um, incoming email, and it either puts it into a bucket of something that it might think is bulk, something that is important based on knowing your personal email habits, things that you can assess to later, and also a snoozing functionality. So the good thing about SaneBox is it's not attached to a platform. It's attached to um, just basically signing in. Um, so with SaneBox... Only the important emails that I know are important always come in through my inbox. Everything else gets rolled up into this like once a day sort of digest. So it splits it up by bulk, things that you can probably attest to later, um, and things that it caught in its spam filters. And I've been using it for like a year and a half. It has been rock solid. The pr- the pro- the only problem I, ha- I have with services like this, like I, I really got burned with the... Um, gmail tabs i don't know i i I guess i have this fear that like there's that one email that comes in and it gets filtered away and then i'm fired and i'm homeless and i die (laughs) but that's the good thing about sanebox though it's like it um it tells you every single thing that it does 
which helps my nerd brain out really well because I, at the same time, while I like for machines to automate my life, I like to know what those machines are doing. That is why I had the problem so much with Hazel because I felt like they just really fucked with stuff without letting me know. Um, but yeah, it tells you what it filtered through and all that shit. So I've oh, been I like totally that. fine with that. All right. Um, it's like only misfired once in its entirety, um, but it let me know. And I was like, it let me easily change like, oh, I made this as a bulk. I was like, no, 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 no. Put this in my inbox always. So give it a shot. I might. Yeah. All right. You so asked me something originally, right? Like, what am I using on my Mac? I'm using Airmail for my Mac. Yeah. Um, and Airmail for my phone and Outlook on my iPad. Does that work for you? Like having two, using two separate client because you do you use gmail as your back end yeah yeah so i have like a a business gmail account okay i guess my because i I was a mailbox user r.i.p um (laughs) let's pour one out please (laughs) in fact all of my labels are still nestled (laughs) under the mailbox label (laughs) yo remind me to put in the show notes i (laughs) (laughs) um i recently just cleaned that out and i like had like a mini memorial like i was like okay i'm actually deleting the (laughs) bracket mailbox all caps close bracket folder structure and that just felt that hurt me yeah i cried tears on my keyboard if people aren't familiar with uh (laughs) mailbox the app why why are you listening to this i know (laughs) we have such a niche word (laughs) we should just say a bunch of bad words right now rdo Ooh. Wait, wait, are we is this now a memorial for sunset uh products that have been uh sunset? oh boy <laughs> oh poor bits I, I really liked the mailbox uh desktop app too and it was just i i don't understand why they were acquired by dropbox i still don't like Do you even uh, like that big buggy of a mess that they neglected yeah, I liked the big buggy mess. <laughs> it was still, it, I still really liked it. Um, it had I, a lot of promise. It it did. And that's how I felt way back in the day. Uh, if, oh my gosh, I, so I've, I've been talking about um, Sparrow or I've, I've been talking about the email client Spark but I've been saying Sparrow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Because <laughs> yep. I was like, Sparrow, didn't they just get bought out like a while ago? <laughs> oh, they got bought out a long time ago. Yeah. They were also Sunset. Uh, <laughs> I was just was... going with it. I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> I I appreciate you for not. Uh, it's totally okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're professionals. Who, who took Sparrow? I believe I believe Google uh, took over Sparrow. Or, wait, or, or as we say, Aqua Hired. Uh, under $25 million. Oh. Yeah. How about that? And they didn't, they made Inbox. I guess they made <laughs> Inbox. That's you what, know, ugh. ooh, yeah. So do you use Inbox? Because I gave that a shot and no. I nearly threw all my devices out of a window. I was I like, what it. the fuck is this? Like, this is not how I process email. So I apologize. Uh, Sparrow was equi-hired and sunsetted by Google a while ago. I was talking about the email client spark on ios which is still really good i think i might go back to them if they have an ipad uh if 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 they have something that'll work on my ipad pro what do you think about spark i've been hearing a lot of rumbles about that i like it i i know a lot of people like 
the fiddliness of Outlook and now I guess the fiddliness of Airmail, which I haven't tried. And I just looking at the icon, I like it a lot. It's a very pretty app. It's a very pretty app. Which is which is interesting because a lot of uh, fiddly apps aren't necessarily pretty. Right. I just imagined it to completely look like a terminal window when I heard about it. And I'm just like, oh, same. It's actually pretty beautiful. Hmm. So we talked about like the front ends of all the stuff we use. But like w- like people usually hate email because it has this like weird expectation thing that happens with it. Yes. So I feel like I've got that completely covered and down packed. Yep. I, um, and I quote, <laughs> I would like to quote James as, oh yeah, I've solved email. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I should just like become one of those like thought leader people and oh, just like God, give, no. <laughs> and give con- uh, uh, what was it? Consultation on um, email management. I can be a productivity guru. I, Maybe that could be like my second career path. Oh, I'm like holding <laughs> down the vomit. Oh, but no, I she's am- <laughs> actually vomit. She just like vomited all over like the keyboard right now. We're just sopping it up right now. Oh, um, oh God. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. so if um, so as uh, thought leader, James T. Green, um, <laughs> you know, gives you tips about email here. So honestly, the thing that has worked out for me the best is just like completely um negating um responsibility for like half of my email messages um i simply just go like if you are contacting me you now have the main responsibility for keeping up this thread like for instance if somebody comes at me asks me to quote unquote pick my brain one i'm probably not going to answer them but two um if it's somebody that is of interest i'll be like oh yeah that sounds great blah 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 blah, blah. i'll probably send them over a calendly link and if they don't respond in like a week, I'm not going to continually reach out to them. That's their responsibility. And I feel like that's a lot of where the psychology of like email stress comes from. Just like this unknowing thing of, are this person going to reply to me back? What's happening? Like, what do you think? I think that, I mean, these these are all very sane and rational ways to think about email, but humans aren't sane or rational um they are emotional <laughs> this is true. and we're fickle <laughs> like i the way i deal with email um is i i really try to purge i i really right now my inbox is at 185 oh god how how does that happen uh, a, a good okay um yeah i really like to be hard and fast one line i i'm yep yep really kind of a bitch in emails uh which no uh, you're, you're being assertive yeah uh and it's it, it's hard too because i treat email with some of my coworkers and friends a lot differently than I do with uh, like colleagues or other people outside the company where sometimes, and there is, you know, the wonderful mute feature on (laughs) Gmail. I remember we, yeah, uh, I, I I think it was 30 of us were going to see a movie and (laughs) like the Hunger Games. That (laughs) that just email hell right there. It got out of hand. (laughs) Um, And we, and we sort of know that. And, we were like trolling each other, but uh, yeah, 
I don't know. I try my best. I try to be firm. And and like you say, if someone is like, hey, can we, uh, I hate the term pick your brain. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, we can just have an episode about that. Oh, like, boy. Yeah. Like, I, like, we can, okay, first of all, we can do this over email or you can, <laughs> uh, like, if someone is like, hey, do you want to have a meeting? Sure. Uh, can you give me some points so I'm prepared for the meeting? I like to frame emails of like, this is how I will help you while w- they're actually doing more work, <laughs> like setting the agenda for the meeting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Does that answer your question? Oh, it totally does. It totally does. Yeah, because like I also feel like it's a mix of that and then it's just like a kind of a miscommunication of expectations. That's Especially exactly. I yeah. really try to be like, I. Not I don't want to talk to you, but I don't want to email you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to have a footer in my email that said, like, I check email from 9 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, central daylight time, and then just, like, switch it up depending on whatever time things happening in the world. And then after that, I realized, you know what, I can just set up my expectations by not replying to someone's email at 10 p.m. because that psychologically gives that other person the go-ahead that okay, I can totally email this person at this time and and he will respond. So it's like I'm kind of like retraining myself to say like, okay, I get this message. Do not reply unless it is this time period. And that will let people know that if you email me at 9 p.m., I'm not going to reply until a weekday at a normal waking time. I have never put anything like that um, sort of... I I've also never had an out of office uh, thing. <laughs> I'm, I yeah, I've yeah, considered yeah. it, but uh, I feel like by just not replying, <laughs> it sets expectations. I mean that that's valid too, and I've been doing that a lot more, and it yeah. feels good. It it does feel good. Um, I think that a no reply is a reply. Uh, <laughs> it <but> is. <laughs> I don't need to reply. Thanks! Exclamation point. Yep. No, it's dumb. Uh, so dumb. I, I am in the bad habit, though, of I, I guess just sort of with the the culture of the work I'm in. Uh, I totally respond to emails after work hours, and it it, it is my fault. I have set up that expectation, um, and no, I've never gotten in trouble f- for not responding to an email that's you know that comes to me at midnight. <laughs> Sometimes I'll email my boss at midnight with like a, a, a bunch of ideas, and then get a response of "Go to bed." Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> or no response at all, which yeah, yeah, m- yeah. which has now triggered in uh, my lizard brain. Okay, bedtime. <laughs> right, right, right. And I know, like, it's this isn't like a one size fits all thing. Like, we're coming from two completely different scenarios, um, two completely different working spaces. And to be honest, I can be a little bit more of a jerk in through email because I am a dude, and people will see that as like. Oh, yeah, he's being a go-getter <laughs> <laughs> type thing. I have another question yes. for here for yes. you. Yes. In in notes, you have email signatures. Is is Ooh. that just, were you referring just to the, like, I'm only reachable at these hours? Or were you also talking about what you put at the bottom of your emails? Like you how know, you sign them? Yeah. So that has been through a lot of change. Um, I've actually A-B tested my email signatures before. <laughs> Um, just because I'm terrible and I would just switch them up in mid reply and just see like how, you know, how, um, different people, 
uh, react to certain things. So I for the for last like I want to say like year and a half, I've always had I've always had a salutation at the end because I think I'm fucking charming. <laughs> so I always have cheers and good vibes at the end because that's something that I say. It's not something fake. And I really love good vibes in the world. So I have that. I have my name. And then this is where things got a little tricky because different email clients ruin things in different ways. Mm-hmm. So exactly. So for now, I just have James T. Green. Like underneath cheers, good vibes, I have my name and then my website, but not as a link. Because I know that somebody else's email client will then make that a link if necessary. I hate when people have fucking quotes (laughs) 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 and large blocks of text. I can't even handle when it's a different font. I just... Yeah, right, uh, right. That alone even throws me. Even if it's just like two points down from the default, it's like, oh, I know they're both Helvetica, but this is Helvetica 10, not 12. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, some email clients have fucked that up for me too, and oh, then yeah, I, I yeah. look at I look at Gmail, and I'm like, oh god, I look like a fucking tool. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so I think I know what that means everyone who's listening to this, just send us an email. Oh my god, <laughs> telling oh, us. Well, what <laughs> here's here's another interesting thing. I I sign all of my emails as Alex Cox. Um, yeah. Uh, and I had a meeting the other day and the guy comes in and he's like, Hey, I'm looking for Alex Cox. I'm like, Oh, hi, that's me. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I assumed you were a man. Um, oh, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, no. Nope, nope, uh, nope. And he was very polite. It was not w- weird at all. But then I was like, I, f- I feel like I have a superpower. Cause I forget that my name is, uh, typically male, uh, male gendered, like not, not entirely, but, um, wasn't until I was like in college that I realized that the majority of the Alex's in the world identified as males. Uh, and I don't. So now it's like a superpower. Uh, yeah, you got to use that, that male privilege to your advantage. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. People on, on Twitter think I'm a dude sometimes I Mm. I've changed my name, not, not my username, but like my name on Twitter to Alexandra Cox. And it's like, Oh, Oh Oh. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, it. it, it uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm debating. Like, do I put Alexandra at the bottom of my emails? It's so dumb that I think about this. Like, oh god. But that's the weird thing. It's like it's completely understandable. No, it's it's not because <laughs> humans are not rational <laughs> oh or say. It's so. It's it's. Ugh. Is this true? Icky. It's icky. <laughs> it is. It's so icky. Like I, I feel like I shouldn't be like, oh, that's under. We shouldn't say it's understandable because it's not. It should not matter what my name is or what. Uh. All right. Should we end with that angry <laughs> feminist rant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. If you want to email me, don't please. <laughs> but however, uh, I'm on Twitter far too often at at Alex Cox A L E X C O X. And also, what's your other podcast? Oh, yeah. I have another <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, I do a show with my friend Savannah Million called Roboism, where we talk about robots and feminism. How about you? Where can people find you? And what is your other show? Well, first of all, I have to say, like, Roboism is getting really fucking good. We haven't like, released like, an episode in two <laughs> weeks, honestly, because this episode's so good. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like, I'm getting a little Roboism withdrawal. Like, I was kind of sad. didn't see anything pop in my overcast. Um, but yeah, if you tend to like my voice and the things I talk about, there's two places you can find me. One is mostly on Twitter, underscore James T. Green. At James T. Green, I'm still looking at you. 
give up your username, please? <laughs> and I have another podcast with my good pal, Cher Vincent. It's called Open Ended. It's like this show, but not as technical and more on the humanity side. Our latest episode, we actually uh, talked about our internet crushes in honor of Valentine's Day. So we gussed over all the people that we crush on that have internet presences. So, yeah. Oh, I have too many. <laughs> so, yeah, this has been another episode of Refresh. So, so the where the F and F5 stands for one of the menu bar items in airmail, which is find all folders. I don't even know why you need to use that. <laughs>